All right, hey man, um, I'm here this morning. Oh, I'm feeling really good, uh, stressed, you know, but I think it's a good stress. Just have a lot going on. Big events coming up this weekend. We kick off with a with a Diesel Day, and then um, I got a dog here with my microphone. How's that sound? Starting off with a Diesel Day this weekend, and rolling right into a personal challenge, and then two more events with clients coming up. It's like, man, I've got a, I've got a really compressed time, you know, for turnover between events and just stressed with everything to do. It feels like, it feels like I have a thousand tasks to do and only enough time to do 437 of them or something. I'm sorry about all that side noise going on. This cord rubs against my, my shirt. I'm trying to organize that a little bit. Totally professional. And I'm chewing today, too, so... There. Um, and I've got a 105-pound dog whose breath smells like she ate a dead animal this morning, and she's trying to climb on my lap here, so... Uh, anyways, I um, what's funny is I want to talk about this out loud because I've been thinking about it for the last day. Just a day. Um, but yesterday, you know, I posted on my Instagram... Um, my little quote, Phil, uh, but I had a really awesome call with Dave Colina. He's the uh, CEO and founder of um, O2 Recovery Drink, and he's just a great dude. He's actually he's um, on the um, board of directors for us with the Big Fish Foundation, and um, I just value what he talks about, how he talks about it. It's different. I like, I like surrounding myself with people in different spheres listen to their language patterns um their problems and or not even problems but the things that they're the things that they were dealing with um and it and it's all there's always like a a parallel or a connection or a continuity even with what i'm going through they just have different ways of dealing with it or understanding it appreciating it you know and we just got talking and it couldn't have been more relevant because Here's, so here's what's going on. It's like I get all these opportunities are being thrown at me, and I've grown. I'm gonna spit one more time, and I'm gonna start swallowing it, gutting it. I'm gonna, I'm, I've grown. So all these opportunities, you know, and I've, I've grown over the last couple of years to learn to say no. And the funny thing is, by saying no, it's opened up more opportunities. Uh, if you're measuring them on value, if you will. And it, and it's not that I want to say no to anything. And it's not to say that one opportunity is better or worse than the other. It's just, you know, you can't say yes to everything. And I've grown, and I'm finding that that's helped me a lot. You know, the whole, whole FOMO thing, right? Fear of missing out. Is that FOMO? F-O-M-O? I'm getting hip, but... um the whole FOMO thing, you know, you fear of missing out and you don't want to say no, you just want to say yes, you want to say yes. And then what happens is, is the things that you say yes to, because you've said yes to so many things that you're not able to put the greatest amount of fidelity into each one of those. So they're all compromised a little bit, you know? And so like, it's, 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 and it's funny. It's the whole less is more. It's the same conversation. It's the whole less is more. But 
Um, you know, so that's kind of going on for me now. I've got all these opportunities coming up. I'm saying no to a bunch. Then I say yes to a few, and I'm compressed. And I, I told myself I was going to. I, I like to book all my events, majority of my events in the in the late winter, early spring through midsummer, and then carve off time for me in bulk for hunting season and to do some of the things that I like to do to recharge and enjoy and and do those things with special people you know and um you know the whole covid thing really turned that on its head and pretty much every event this spring's been canceled except for one and i rescheduled it and then i started scheduling events during this hunting season knowing that it was going to stress me out because of obligations and everything you know and uh no problem. I'm, I'm realizing like the how that doesn't ever works out, but I do it all the time anyways. You know, to really isolate yourself or insulate yourself from from the rest of the interests that are out there. But it's okay. And um, we, we we started talking. So back to Dave. You know, we we had a call because I did a video with him like two weeks ago with his staff. And we just talked about a few things and some leadership stuff. And he he does these really cool weekly calls with his with his his key players. And um, I got to be part of that conversation two weeks ago, and it was great. And we said some things he wanted to follow up. And I don't know if we were really just following up or just bouncing things off of each other. We had about a half hour time slot where we could fit it in both our schedules. And you know, he's dealing with the same stuff, just in a different. A different way you know the business is booming there's so much going on it's growing you want to, opportunity gains you don't want to lose those those moments and um, what are the opportunity costs well it's feeling stressed or having to juggle and how can we how can we reduce the expense of those costs so that we can optimize the gains and it was just great conversation and so he made a comment he made a comment and he said i'm reading my notebook direct quote it's easy to have ideas um but he's finding sometimes that it's his job to take things off of other people's plates um i i wrote it down that's not exactly what he said but that's what i wrote down what he said because we're talking and i'm writing at the same time but um basically it's like and it's funny because it's happening in a couple other areas in my life but outside of what I was just talking about with, with business. But um, it's like, yeah, sometimes like leaders, we, oh, we're trying to identify opportunities for growth. We're trying to identify trajectories. We're trying to come up with ideas and brainstorm and collaborate and figure out the vision and forecast and be two steps ahead of everybody else so that by the time that they catch up to where I'm at now, they have a place to go and keep moving forward, you know? And... Uh, it's it's like yeah hey right that's spot on right that's my job as a leader you know in the military that was my job is to coordinate with hire go to those meetings do the planning process so that I could get the information down to the men so they could execute and let them take care of the fight in front of their face whether that's training or whatnot and then I'm looking at the deep fight so that by the time they finish up the fight at hand when we get the deep fight's not deep anymore. That's the new fight at hand. And um, it's cool. 
But then, you know, you get in this thing where constantly planning, constantly planning, constantly generating ideas, and it, I'm getting overwhelmed, and then I'm trying to become less overwhelmed by sharing it with people, and then what I ended up in turn doing is just passing that torch down and, and recreating the problem for others, you know, making things more hectic, more putting more things on their plates, because then I can scratch it off of my plate, and that that allows me room to find more things to put on my plate so that I can continue to do it. And if I'm not aware of the the input output throughput numbers and balancing that, you can quickly see how as it continues to go down the line, people's plates are just over full, man. They can't eat it all. And get leftovers and we're wasting and 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 not even to be weird with like metaphors or whatever those things are, but it's just like burning people out burning people out and they don't know where to go and then they end up they're just like trying to do everything and he made the comment like hey sometimes it's it's not his job to keep putting things on other people's plates and keep energizing and moving forward sometimes our job is to just look at what's on other people's plates and take some stuff off for them and I thought that was pretty cool because I don't hear many people talking about that. I think I think I do it. Like we've talked before about how I struggle with organization and lists and being overwhelmed and then I feel like I just gonna make a list and get everything organized. And then I feel better, but I got nothing done. And then inevitably while I'm making my list, I start out writing neat and organized, but another idea pops in my head. Oh, I could do this. Oh, I wanna do that. And, I, and then I start writing faster because these ideas of things to put into my lists are a mess and they're huge again. And so I went from 15 pieces of paper, scratch paper, notebooks, index cards, backs of receipts, napkins, and I've consolidated all into one big list. So I was able to get rid of 13 pieces of lists to have one giant piece of list or two but now there's like twice as many tasks on there. And then and then we focus on prioritizing, right? And, and I, I, t- I talked about how previously how I've been developing some skills and some methods to, <clears throat> excuse me, prioritize, need to do, like to do, like what are, what are continuing action tasks? Like they just happen and I got better and it helped. But like this was, this was kind of cool. Yeah, I had talked to Chris Smith too before. He's got this thing where he's doing. I don't want to steal his his thing, but he got it from one of his mastermind groups. So I can. It's not mine, but it helped me think. But like, he wanted to build an app or something, and notebooks or way to write a journal, and you write all these things down, and then every day you start over, and every day you start over, and once you do it for a few days. You look through this list, these lists, and see which ones are always on the list that never get done. And it's like, okay, hey, you need to either put those on, you need to either do it or eliminate it, delete it. And then you look at the ones that are each day on the list, but they're not on, or wait, you look each day and see which task or which idea is on your list for day one, but it's not on day two and it's a different one, and it's a different one, and so they're like unique entries instead of repetitive entries, 
and then like you need to delete those because you wrote it on the list but you never put any you didn't do it so you delete it and I would thought it was a brilliant idea and, it, and that, that, that would be a lot of work to do in pen in pencil but with an app or something it'd be really easy with some kind of automated process that measures that stuff and you get alerts and stuff and that's Chris's idea so nobody nobody should take that if he ever gets around to doing it but um I just and then after talking to Dave when he said yesterday like sometimes our job is to take things off of other people's plates I was like yeah so like all these three things that I just kind of babbled about incoherently uh are all the same thing just said in a different way but it's something that I'm feeling and now I'm in my aha moment who's who's taking things off of my list for me you know and I'm not I'm not saying take them off my list by doing them for me because sometimes when somebody else does something for me and they don't do it right I get frustrated and it is twice as makes me twice as grumpy or when I'm watching them and they're making like it's like hey I'm watching somebody do you know put new cupboards in the kitchen but then they they ding the the wall and they scratch the floor or they puncture up screen whatever people do when they're doing work and then this is like yeah hey like cool you got the cupboards in but now I've got four other four other handyman things that I have to do you know or I have to pay you to do them it's like job security right like the the sloppy the sloppy tradesman who does great work at what he's putting in but he ruins everything else around him and then he just constantly has a job right <laughs> and uh but anyways like it's who's who's taking things off my list nobody so if i look at three different three different techniques to be better uh, that that's a that's a loose be better like okay what do I mean by be better so be more efficient have less stress in my life um, have more time to do things that are more valuable or or help me recharge so that I can put my work back my focus back into work or whatever it is like I can either stop putting shit on my list or I can work harder and scratch things off because I accomplish them or now the third one really like it's a three prong attack right like it's hey sit down every day and scratch off stuff just take it off the plate you know but um anyways I, I just was thinking about that conversation with him yesterday and as a leader you you want ideas you want to create ideas you want to do all the planning but who's who's doing who's taking action I get I get really frustrated and I know it's my personality and I and I rub people the wrong way because then I get grumpy and then if I catch up myself in a mood and then I'm feeling these things then it really like people get don't like me which is fine but I cannot stand sitting around with a whole bunch of people talking when we're trying and it's like oh I got an idea well let's do this well let's do it this way well let's do it that way and then we find five different ways to do every single thing and we in, we invent five of the things that we can do and then it's like okay cool oh I feel good that was a great meeting you know we came up with all these ideas and we did some planning and we all love to hear ourselves talk and our ideas on that but who's actually getting any work done who's turning ideas into action 
you know, and, and I get really frustrated, like, for this, whether it's a, a function of, like, trying to seek perfection, the perfect idea, or perfect ex the perfect plan for execution, because we're, we're trying to figure out a whole bunch of different courses of action to get there, or, or all these other things that we could do. It's like, hey, let's, let's pick a color for our boat. Well, I don't want to go to Home Depot to pick a color for my boat and look at 15,000 different swatches. And it's like, oh, well, because inevitably it's like you find certain colors you don't like and you find a bunch of colors that you do like and then you find a whole bunch of shades of each color that you like and then you're just stuck making a decision. It's like, just pick a freaking color. It's just a, it's just a boat color. Oh, but the boat's important. Like, yeah, it is, but let's, let's, let's spend the appropriate amount of time for the appropriate amount of importance. You know? I don't know if that made any sense. It does to me. But... Yeah, conversation with Dave Colina was great, and and it. What the funny thing is, is it's applicable to things that are going on in my personal life, my professional life, uh, my family, you know, Nicole's life. I just even talking to other people, like they they wrestle with it, and they're asking me for ideas, and how do you deal with this, Tosh? And oh, your thoughts are important and valuable, and helping me, and I know other people are struggling with it too, and. Yeah, sometimes the leader's job is to stop the ideas from coming in, to stop the planning, to stop the the rhetoric and the the the, the bullshit, blah 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 blah, and just be like, hey, you know what? Get the fucking work. Okay, cool. You got a good idea? Oh, that that that's a great idea, dude. You just volunteered to do the work. You just volunteered. Your task manager. Here's the date for completion. Here's the degree of, of completion that we want by whatever date. Go. And we'll see how many ideas you keep coming up with after I keep making you do the work. Now, I know that's also that's also a bad thing to do, too, because then you could very quickly... You could see how... I feel like I'm talking fast right now. I feel like I'm talking loud and aggressive. I don't like that. I don't like how it makes me feel like, oh, like you're preaching... I want to I want to slow down for a second because uh, that's not what I'm trying to. I'm getting excited about where my thoughts are for me, and I'm looking at my list right now, and I'm just like, yeah, I'm scratching this off. I'm scratching that off, like dumb. Um, but you want to be careful. You want to be careful how you turn people into action takers in order to stifle their idea creations because you, you don't want to turn them off either, right? You don't want to create a dam and then not get ideas and then make somebody feel like they're not valued because some people, that's what they do. They have great ideas. They, they're idea generators. They're think tankers, you know, sometimes. And you need to use your people, your network with their best suited talents. So it's like, hey, if I've got think tankers, it's like, okay, cool, these are my think tankers, great. I don't want to block that up. I just want to be able to manage that better. Maybe that means don't invite them to so many meetings or don't involve them in as much planning process. But when you do invite them to planning process, let them, let them ideate. And then don't be afraid to task them too. It's like, yeah, I can't stand. I can't stand it when people put more and more shit on my plate.
my plate is so full and I'm just it's like I cannot put another spoonful of ma as good as mashed potatoes are man I cannot eat another bite and you're breaking me and then you start feeling frustration I'm thinking back just because I want to babble for another minute on this it's like when you were young I don't know when if it applies to anybody else but it's like hey if you put it on your plate you eat it you sit at the table until your plate's clean I don't care you know it's like, oh, that's not healthy or whatever. Well, maybe it's not in the, in the short term, or maybe it's not healthy. Like when you take it for face value, but if you're if you're looking to teach somebody to not have eyes bigger than their stomach, and it's okay to come back for seconds, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I, I I get weird. Like that's how I was brought up. You put it on your plate, you eat it. That's it. Period. Because if you put it on your plate, you're not putting it back in the bowl to put it back in the fridge for leftovers you know what I mean because that's just not cool but you you can always come back for seconds just take take a little bit now come back because I I when I'm when I'm watching people eat and they take like you go to a buffet and people just load their plate up right and then they don't eat half of the stuff and like they wasted it you just wasted all that food, you know, and that's what I feel like my lists are. I'm wasting all this stuff. Let's get 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 a little cleaner, man. But that was Dave Colina, a little combination of some Chris, a little combination of me. But um, I'm just looking at this notebook again, really quick. Oh yeah, there's one more quick thing. I don't want to develop it too far. But it's like, I'm, I'm focused on thinking of, okay, so it's like, hey, you think about why I can't do something. That's not cool, right? That's that's negative framing. And I want a positive psychology. I want to do, I want to do a positive reframing. It's like, oh, I can't do this. Or why we can't do these things. Or overwhelmed or whatever. And then you say, okay, you look at this list and say, well, what can I do? Okay, that's a cool way to reframe it. Um then there was another way that I just when we were talking it's like how about how to you know what I mean it's different what what we can't do and then positive reframe it to what we can do that's cool those are two opposites right and that's a great way but there's something in between there that I'm liking right now that is instead of saying turning I can't to I can because that's a big leap sometimes right how about we say, well, how can we do it as as some sort of, of interim or intermediate step to saying, I can, you know, what can we do, you know, and I like that. I started looking at this. I'm looking at this little thing here, and it's like, we got these five things. Can't do that today. Can't do that today. Oh, and hey, yes, I can. If I do this, 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 yes, I can. What if I looked at it as, okay, how can I? accomplish these things and then you start becoming process oriented instead of goal or accomplishment focused and um, what's cool about that is, is I'm working with a handful of people for this weekend on um, on our diesel day and goal setting and um, I've got some weird thoughts on the goal setting because I think it's I think a lot of people it's bullshit what they say and um, 
they set these big goals, but they never look at the steps that they need to achieve and realize that those are, whether you want to call them micro goals or you want to call them <coughs> phase lines or checkpoints or whatever. But um, I'm a much bigger fan of carving up these, these lofty goals into small steps. And really that's the how-to psychology, vice, the, the finish line psychology. So anyways, that's... That's a lot for this morning because then I gotta I gotta process this thing, post it, and I gotta jump on an, another call, and then I got another call, and anyways, uh, I hope that hope that brings value to uh, to some people. Hey, I got a lot of cool feedback from last week's. I didn't think last week's was great, but I got a lot of really cool feedback from the last two weeks actually, which surprising me. Um, you know. I really appreciate people when they do the email, like, hey, Tosh, think about this. Hey, did you think about that? You know, I'm trying to read up on this concept called liminality that somebody sent. And I got a couple of really cool pieces of property in Boulder that people have, or I mean, uh, Montana that people have sent me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, right on. You know, and I'm thinking like, oh, I can't, I can't afford that. And then it's like, well, how can I afford that? What do I have to do to be able to afford that? And then it's got me all excited. So if everybody just sends me a check, if everybody that's listening right now sends me a check for five bucks, <laughs> uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm joking. Don't do that. I, I won't, I won't cash it. It's, that's wrong. Um, but anyways, crazy world, crazy world right now. I hope everybody has a good week. And, um, I just give a shout out to uh, the Brown family. Um, we had a, Kelly Brown lost her fight with cancer uh, yesterday, and it's hit hit pretty hard. So, just um, I can't imagine, you know, being being a uh, a mother of two beautiful kids, and then just having to check out early like that. And um, you know, my heart to John and his kids. And uh, if anybody gets a spare moment of whatever, just throw a well wish out to, to the Brown family or anybody else that you know. All right, man, out here.